Hello, I'm Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group. Today I'm joined by Kevin McDonald, who is the Director of Clinical Information Security at Mayo Clinic. And Kevin's also going to be a panelist at the upcoming Healthcare Security Summit we have in New York next month. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. It's, been, it's good to be here. So let me ask you, your, your session's on medical devices. There's a regulatory update and outlook from the FDA and then a panel discussion. What are the biggest concerns that you have around protecting medical devices from cyber attacks? Well, um, over the years, um, and, and I've been in healthcare for close to 40 years now, so I've really seen the, the transition from knobs and dials to what may look like a knob and a dial, but really it's software behind behind all of the, the mechanics of that machine. And so in many ways, we're still treating things like they're physical knobs and dials and not like it's really software behind it. So it's, it's the idea that we're now dealing with computers first and that have therapeutic medical devices attached to that computer. And many times we think of them just as medical devices that have a computer component to them. And we, we really need to switch our, our thinking around and realizing that these are, are pretty sophisticated computers in some ways um, that are helping to treat the patients. I think one of the biggest concerns that I have and other people have and have we've seen with some of the WannaCry that's come out is that a lot of these devices are are vulnerable to just plain old collateral damage. You don't need to be a, um, a nation state who are looking at specifically impacting a machine. They, they can just be impacted and cause impacts on either patient care or patient care processes just by common everyday viruses, malware, um, Bitcoin mining, all of those types of things. Uh, it's just a it's just another bad computer that you have on your network that you have to pay attention to. I mean, that, that's obviously, again, a, a, an increasing problem as IoT and the industrial Internet of Things is, is exploding over the next few years and, and effectively pretty much everything is connected. Obviously, IoT is compounding concerns about medical devices, but what can be done about that? Well, and, and just about the IoT, you're right. It, you really not only have to look at individual devices, but you have to look at the whole patient care processes. So it doesn't do you any good to make sure that your operating room is free from any vulnerabilities if the elevator, which is connected to the network that you use to take your patients to get there now doesn't work. So it, you, you really have to sort of expand what you're thinking about, follow the patient through the whole healthcare process, and then um, Think about things that you would have never thought about in the past and realize that it's not just a, a point in time. You have to become a real real systems thinker. Right. And you think about, obviously, the entire life cycle of these devices in terms of, you know, what, what happens to them after they're redundant and then actually have to be put out of service and so on and so forth. Yeah. It's a, so the, the whole life cycle is, is a good point. Um, and we have the technology to do a lot of that. So a lot of it isn't the technology as much as it is just the planning, the engineering, and the, the easier ability to be able to keep those up. So the, so the idea that, um, and, and some of it is going to have to be some changes in healthcare too. You know, you're able to 
because of, of the way that some of these devices are built so well from a physical standpoint uh, that you can use some of these machines for 10 or 20 years. We're going to have to figure out how we can manage the software over that lifespan as well and make sure that that stays secure. Either that or we'll have to figure out some kind of, of way to be able to just box these things off into a separate area where we've got them isolated, we've increased the monitoring of them, and, and be able to, to use a lot of other compensating controls. But I, I don't think it's going to be one or the other. Um, everybody's looking for sort of the silver bullet to solve these. We have companies all the time calling us, trying to sell us a whole, you know, a whole box of silver bullets. But it's going to be a combination of, of user education so that people who use these devices on patients have a, have a better cybersecurity awareness. It'll be a combination of healthcare delivery organizations uh, implementing compensating controls and having good security practices, as well as the vendors as well, having uh, uh, security by design. And, and the basic concepts of these things for a um, MRI machine versus an elevator versus a ring doorbell really are, are pretty much the same when you, when you get down to that lower level. The details on how you uh, may maintain them, uh, how, you know, their length of service, the kind of software that you run are going to be different, but uh, fundamentally it's, it's the same principles that you have to follow. Going forward, there's going to be a lot of devices that are connected clearly. So how do you move to, I guess, a less siloed and more transparent means of sharing information about medicals and device security across medical institutions and manufacturers and so on and so forth? Is there any any specific framework or guidelines that are in the pipeline? Well, there, there are some things that are being done by the uh, FDA. Uh, Underwriters Laboratory has come up with things. There's a new MDS-2 form, which we put out by some other standards bodies, to be able to drive some, some transparency in there. Uh, we, we have to quit thinking of medical devices as just sort of a black box and be able to understand that um, healthcare delivery organizations need to know what's in these things so that we're able to, to take appropriate actions as needed and, and I also think that it, there's a lot of partnership that needs to happen. Um, you can't look at anybody as your, as your enemy um, and realize that we aren't going to be able to get done what's needed if medical device manufacturers, IoT manufacturers, decide that everything everything is proprietary information that you that healthcare delivery organizations shouldn't know anything about what's going on in the device or what kind of security that they have and that it's just a, a trust us. On the other hand, healthcare delivery organizations need to understand that they need to do their part as well uh, and understand that you can't make anything perfect and it's going to take um, teamwork to be able to make these secure and to be able to maintain their life cycle. It's a little like, you know, you're in some ways cars, you know, you you can't expect um, not to change the oil 
or not to do upgrades if they're available on a car for 20 years and expect it to still run right. There are responsibilities on both sides that have to be taken. Yeah, very good. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for joining me today. That was Kevin McDonald, who is the Director of Clinical Information Security at Mayo Clinic and a panelist at the upcoming Healthcare Security Summit in New York. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.